Welcome to STR Unfiltered, where we give you actionable episodes without the bullshit. Here is your host, Bill Faith. The STR Unfiltered podcast is brought to you by Market My STR, the ultimate all-in-one marketing platform for short-term rental hosts. Are you tired of juggling multiple marketing tools? Say goodbye to the hassle and make your life as a host a breeze with Market My STR. Boost your booking rates and increase your revenue in no time with our powerful features. Our platform streamlines your marketing efforts so you can focus on what you do best, providing unforgettable guest experiences. Whether you're a newcomer or a seasoned host, Mark on My STR has got you covered. Stay connected with your guests using our comprehensive set of communication tools. From custom landing pages to text messages, email marketing, and social media integration, we provide all the tools you need to elevate your short-term rental business. Streamline your operations, enhance your guest experience today. Don't settle for less so we can have it all. Make the switch to MarketMySTR's all-in-one marketing platform and watch your business soar. Visit MarketMySTR.com today to sign up for your free trial. That's MarketMySTR.com. Elevate your short-term rental business with MarketMySTR. Hey everybody, Bill Faith here from Build Short-Term Rental Wealth. Welcome and happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Hope you guys are having a great Sunday. I love this day, not because it's Father's Day. Well, I mean, that's part of it. Um, if you got my email this morning, I didn't grow up with a father, so I don't really, you know, care about that because I won't get into that. Uh, but I love my daughters. They gave me a really nice gift this morning, something very meaningful. And just very appreciative for you, the mothers out there that are playing dual roles as uh, mothers and fathers. I had a great mom that, uh, you know, was my mom and my father. So anyways, I also love it because it's U.S. Open Sunday. Uh, at one of my favorite places, uh, Los Angeles Country Club in the heart of LA. And so I'll be watching that a little bit later. But today I want to talk about how I build super portfolios. And it really takes takes a lot of effort, a lot of knowledge, a lot of experience to be able to build a super portfolio. But most importantly, this is today's going to be about identifying our return on equity and then really leveling up our portfolios. So unless you're independently wealthy, uh, most of you did not start uh, by buying million dollar properties or $1.5 million properties, you probably started like I did, you know, buying much smaller properties. I mean, the first property I bought was $109,000 27 years ago. And then as I got into the STR space, I spent like 124000 it was 123000 bucks, which I saved up for my very first property. And I built my entire portfolio out of cash flow. So I'm going to show you a few things. I've got a second screen over here on how I keep track of my equity positions, of how I keep track. It's this very simple spreadsheet. I like to keep things, you know, dumbed down and very simple to be able to follow. Uh, this is one of the few times that I jump onto uh, my setup here. I've got, you know, two iMacs and another monitor over here. So you'll see me looking left and right. Most importantly, thank you for being here. And I just love this to be interactive. So ask questions, at least say hello. Let me know where you're from, where are you at watching this? Uh, today, I'm at my home office in Nashville, Tennessee, spending the day with uh, my family. And uh, I see Sheila. Hey, Sheila from Washington. You know, just let me know where you're at. And if you have any questions as we go through this, you know, this is going to answer a few questions for you guys if you know why I sold my Beach Mountain property. Uh, and then I've put another one uh, actually under contract twice, two properties right now, and actually looking for a third uh, because I'm leveling up my property. So I'm not the guy. If, you're new to following me. I'm not the guy that's looking for 50 or 100 units. Uh, I don't want any part of that because the time equity as much as the financial equity is just as important to me 
might be a little bit different if I was 23 or 24 years old. Again, just getting started, I would probably be looking to acquire more. But for me, I, I built all of my businesses uh, based on less is more, meaning I want high profit margin and less time invested. And I've really been intentional with that since about 2015. One of the things that I'm a big proponent of is keeping uh, P&Ls, running my P&Ls to get them done by the fifth of every month. I want to have this intimate relationship with my financials. If you're not doing that now, this might be a little bit more challenging for you to get started with, but this is a really simple uh, spreadsheet. I do this in Google Sheets. You can see that I've got a, a line here. This is for 2022. Um, so, and, and I'll explain this in a second. So this was 2022. This is the property. You can see they're all listed down here on the left-hand side. And then I have my debt. This is what I owe. This is what my payoff would be uh, if I was to sell these individual properties. This is the current market value. So you can see my debt is 5.3 million. Current market value is about 13.3 million. This is, gives me equity of just under, we'll just call it $9 million uh, in equity. It's generating the portfolio is $2 million in revenue. Net's about nine seventy-seven. Then I'm really looking, coming all the way over here to column H and looking at what the year to date is. Now, what you have to keep in mind is where are your properties? So if your properties are just getting into peak season in June and we're halfway through the first month and peak really started in May or really around Memorial Day and you've still got half of June, you've got all of July, you have August leading into Labor Day, then you need to adjust these numbers accordingly. So not none of these numbers, essentially, if I look at my revenue, are, have hit the 50% mark because we're just coming into summertime. And even if you're in ski markets, it might be a little bit different if you're in the Beach Mountain area or the Snowshoe area. But if you're in the Mammoths or Yellowstones or Whitefishes or Big Skies or whatever, you're still going to have really solid summer. So you need to factor that into the equation. So I will actually go and look at a little bit deeper sometimes if I need to. And then maybe go back and do a, a first half report on a PL, just run in and uh, into QuickBooks and run, you know, a 2020 uh, January through June, and then compare where I was at in 2022 in this column here uh, with where I'm at in 2023. But what I'm looking for right now, the first place that I'm going to go is I'm going to come over here to F and I want to look at what is my lowest income. And then I'm going to assess, okay, I've got. AZ166, I've got GS3 is 64, CA1 is 61, there's 59, 63, 27. So it's 27 stands out like an absolute, you know, sore thumb uh, to me. So I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to highlight that in red. That is my lowest net income provider. Almost everybody in social media, all you guys talk about is revenue. I don't really give a shit about revenue. I care about how much money I'm actually making what am I taking home? So I'm highlighting the 27,000. Then I'm just going to slide over here and go to the equity. Okay, I've got $193,000 in equity. Um, this is my Beach Mountain property. This has actually already been sold. I just closed on this two weeks ago. So this is a real example of something that I've done. So $27,000, and let's just say that's $109. let us round this down to one ninety and raise that to 30000 how many times does 30,000 go into 190? I'm not real smart, but that's about six times. So that means I'm going to have to manage this property for six years, netting $30,000 a year to get to $190,000. Well, fuck, that's a long time making a very little amount of money, barely over 
you know, 22, 2300 bucks a month. So I'm going to go ahead and sell this property. Now I need to understand what my exit is. This is the current value. That's actually what I sold the property for. This is my equity inside of the property. So, but I did do a DSCR product through the lender uh, when they were a title sponsor for my conference. So I have a prepayment penalty on this that cost me $18,000 on a prepayment penalty. Let's just round it up to 20, once again, for easy math. So really, I'm only going to about 174, 175,000, really 174 is what I'm going to net. Now, once I know what I'm going to net in that property at $174,000, I have to be very, very honest with myself. Can I reinvest that $174,000 into a better investment and generate more net cash flow than this $28,000? There is absolutely no question in my mind that I can. With 193,000 less the 18, let's just, let me just change that for you right now. I'm just gonna call it 174. With that 174, I know I can go in and buy a $750,000 property, no question. I, I mean, I can buy a million dollar property. I'm probably gonna have to put, you know, 25,000, maybe 30,000 into it to get it closed with, you know, to uh, if I'm gonna put 20% down, I usually budget about 3% in closing costs. So, but I know that I'm gonna be able to generate more income than 27,000. Super duper important. A lot of you may be looking at this. This is my new Whitefish Montana property. I have not started renting that yet. So that's why that is at zero. So now if I can invest that 174,000 and put that, and I'm under contract right now in a $1.2 million property in a new location that I have never invested into, but one of my super team members is invested there. I know three or four other hosts that are invested into that market. I've spent the better part of the last six weeks analyzing everything in that market. It's a large market with multiple you know, places to be able to invest, multiple sub-markets. Identified that down to something that really isn't that existent. It was hard to get comps on, and that's a seven-bedroom, five-bath in this market. They pretty much cap out at around five bedrooms. So that should do conservatively 285 to 300. And I'm pulling back the downturn. I'm not going off of 2022 numbers. Let's just call it 300. We really think with what we're going to do to it, we're going to put about 150,000 into it that we can probably do closer to 325 to 335. Our operating expenses on this property should be around 145,000 bucks. So if I can do 300, not even scale up above that, Minus 145,000, that's roughly 155,000 uh, in net income. So then if I take the three here, the, the 30,000, and put that into 150, that is a five-year return. Uh, who, what are you calling this spreadsheet? Quick balance sheet, something else? Mike, I didn't really call it anything. It's, my, it's how I track uh, my return on equity. Um, so I just want to make sure that I keep all of this data uh, here. So that way I can see my lowest net cash flow. And if I need to access equity, what I want to do here. So one of the, and you got to understand, this is why you need to have the the overall plan of what you're trying to build uh, within your portfolio. So I can look at these numbers and I know that I'm basically trying to, I'm, I'm trying to keep my, I've increased my debt a little bit, but I'm still in a really good debt position versus my current market value. 
position. So if I had to exit today, the only other DSER I have is on this property here. And I'm into year number two, almost to year number three on that. So I'd owe, I'd owe about two and a half years on a prepayment penalty. That'd probably cost me about 30,000 bucks. Everything else, this is really what I'm striving for because I've got a life plan and I'm 50 years old and I'm retiring at 54, right? So trying to get my debt down as low as possible, but also optimizing. So here's, I'm gonna go back to the sheet again. I should probably just keep this up. What's interesting is you look at this number here, that's gonna change once I get Whitefish online, which will probably be another two months, three months. And that's the thing that we have to look at when we're investing, right? So that property's costing me $7,000 a month right now. And I closed on it in February. So that's March, April, May, June. So as of right now, $28,000 into that property, negative. That's going to affect my cash on cash in my first 12 months. There's no question. I believe the septic tank starts, they're drilling holes this week, which means they won't even start till the following week. Uh, it is going to be a two-week process to get that in. Then probably in, it's usually another three to five weeks before I can get an inspector out to sign off on it. So now I'm pushing the end of July from right now. If things go according to plan, then I can apply for my SDR permit, which is another six to eight weeks. So I'm probably looking September, October, which will be March, really February, Mar March, April, May, June, July, August, September, eight months conservatively, maybe nine months. So it's 50 to 65000 55, $65,000 in carry costs that I have to eat. Uh, and I had to budget moving into this property. 100% fine with that because this is really a lifestyle asset and this property is going to do 200 a year when we're done. But what happened is if you follow my plan, initially I wanted $800,000 in income. I've hit 977. The goal is to get to a million now. So, but I want to get to a million. If you notice, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 properties. That's two more than I want. It's two more than I want. So Beach Mountain is gone. Right, so literally I can take Beach Mountain and I can just go Hydro, that's gone because I've already sold that property. So now I'm down to 11 and I have two under contract. So that means I'm gonna go back and look at the properties and analyze them as I add the others because I don't wanna spend that much time hosting. So I've gotta do one of two things. Either I've gotta narrow down my portfolio to get back to that 10 number, because I don't want to have 50 or 100 units, especially if I hit that million dollar mark in net income on an annualized basis. This is, folks, this is why I invest into large properties. This is why I call it the super portfolio, because most people are not generating this amount of cash off of 10 or 11 properties. Most people take 40, 50 properties to be able to get there. That's why this is so important. If you can take your equity and redeploy that, and turn a $66,000 a year property. And if I wanted to con if I wanted to grow and redeploy 600 grand, are you shitting me? I mean, I can easily buy $3 million worth of, well, probably $2.5 million worth of property at 20% down easily. So I'm not a 10% guy because I want to make sure that I have plenty of delta down here. If that number was 9 or $10 million, I wouldn't be able to sleep at night. Since I've got 13.3 here and 5.3 here, basically a $9 million delta, I can, I can sleep well at night and look at the cash flow. So one of the things I want you to do, just to recap, go off of your net income, not off the revenue. 
understand that if you sell based on this equity number, you're going to have, this is just the, the equity. This does not withdraw. So you would have to subtract closing costs, realtor commissions, you know, so I typically go in and I'm going to budget right around a full 10% just to be safe. So, you know, that's going to reduce this by 61,000 bucks. It's going to reduce this by almost, you know, a hundred grand, a hundred grand. So to be really realistic with these numbers before you go and start working on your performa to make your next purchase. But I can't emphasize enough, when you look at this number here, that's the only thing that matters from the financial perspective for me. But I also want to know how much time I'm having to invest to get to this number. Hopefully this makes complete sense. This all goes back to how I have built out kind of my life plan, my portfolio that ties in why my wife and I go through this. And we have audits every Friday. Um, you know, here's our Friday page. We haven't filled... This is a blank one. This is my last like blank copy that I have. But you can see we go through and we audit our daily activities. We audit the week that we have. We have a unified life plan uh, that becomes super important for us because we have goals that we want to get to. And the one thing that I'll kind of go back one more time, the goal, you know, is to, you know, this number in four and a half years to be down to zero. So that's why I'm trying to add some more net income because we don't we don't live off of this. This all goes down, back to paying down debt for us. So if I can use that $600,000 that I keep in my investing account and I can use this and I deleted it, but the 193,000 not to not have to tap into that 600 grand and then if I can add another 100 probably 150 40 to 55,000 in net income that's going to get me closer to 1.1 million, which is going to get me inside of that four and a half year mark to be able to pay this debt down to zero. But you got to remember, I'm going to be adding 20% down, adding roughly a million dollars worth of debt, uh, you know, onto this. So those are the factors that I'm looking at as I level up my portfolio. I think way too many people are over leveraged today that they have gone and they've done HELOCs to get access to this equity. It's one of the reasons that I sell smaller properties to level up. Uh, one, I don't like eight and a half percent interest rates for HELOCs and those types of things. Two, I'm trying to get my debt down. I'm not trying to leverage like I'm 25 years old. So that's where you got to take into account your age, your goals, your overall life plan and be very, very specific. Hopefully this helps. If you guys have any questions, just drop a comment down below or you can see right here. You can always send me a DM on Instagram at Bill Faith. That's F-A-E-T-H 73. Thank you for joining me on Superhost Sunday, everybody. Have a great weekend and happy Father's Day. Thank you for listening to STR Unfiltered, where we give you actionable episodes without the bullshit. This podcast is a Hospitality.fm production.